Welcome to the Live Nourish podcast. I'm your host, Katarina Greer. I'm a functional nutritional therapy practitioner and the founder of LiveNourish.co, where you can find my blog, recipes, and services. On this podcast, I chat about all things health and wellness related to help you live a nourished life. Remember, the information in this podcast is general health and nutrition advice. It is not a replacement for medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Now let's get started. Hello everyone, welcome back to the Live Nourish podcast. Today I have my friend Avery and yeah, we're going to get started. So glad to have you on the podcast, Avery. Thank you for having me. Yeah, so why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself and what you currently do? So let's see, I am a functional nutritional therapy practitioner and a restorative wellness practitioner. So what that essentially means is that I am able to look at the body and understand at a foundational level how to bring imbalances into balance, again, um, looking at root cause and really fine-tuning how to support the body from a optimal healing standpoint, so to speak. Um, like, you know, looking at diet, lifestyle, um, nutrition as a whole, utilizing lab testing. And I really focus, at least my practice does, uh, working with women and balancing hormones, but starting at a foundational level mm-hmm. and really helping them understand how to u- able to utilize their own body in harnessing, I guess, the powers that it has to bring their symptoms and what they're going through um, back into balance. Yeah, that's so great. Getting like to the root cause, like as like nutritionists, like that is like what we focus on <laughs> Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, so what sparked your interest in nutrition? Oh gosh, so many things. Mm-hmm. So going back to my childhood, my mom mm-hmm. always had a very holistic approach to the way that we were raised and what she brought into our world, so to speak. And so from a young age, I was, you know, introduced to more of a whole food diet lifestyle, um, you know, utilizing energy therapy and crystals and those other modalities like acupuncture. Mm -hmm. And, but really what kind of inspired nutrition, uh, my brother, a little bit, so my brother's autistic. Mm -hmm. And if you understand anything about autism, the gut and the brain are very intertwined. Mm. And so there's a lot of research that suggests that supporting the gut supports those with autism. So going back to the gut and looking at how can we do that? Oh, we can do that through diet. So my mom did a lot of research with that. And then fast forward to high school, Mm. I was in a honors English class and you have to watch a documentary on like the food industry and specifically Mm. Uh, the animal meat industry, mm-hmm. how they butcher and um, sell animal meat mm-hmm. in more of an inhumane way. Mm-hmm. And that really sparked me to be vegan mm-hmm. and kind of dive into, well, really, how does the body work? Mm-hmm. How do we support the body with food? Um, and this really was the first time for me that I looked at that for myself. Mm-hmm. You know, I had seen my brother do that. Mm-hmm with my mom and her practices with him, but I never really did that for myself. I didn't, I cared, but I wasn't really like looking at it to, well, how does this work for me? So 
I went vegan and then I realized that I don't know how to be vegan because mm. being vegan was a really struggle for me. Mm. And of course you can be vegan and be so super successful. Mm-hmm. And, uh, but going back to nutritional therapy, you know, that bio-individuality aspect, mm-hmm. my body just wasn't, I don't feel it's meant to be vegan. Um, I started to, you know, not have a lot of energy. I was really run down, just tired all the time, just not feeling like myself, a little brain foggy. So I'm like, okay, what, what's going on here? So I ended up kind of reintroducing animal protein mm-hmm. and realized through a couple other things that happened with me um, that my body functions really well with that. So then I started diving into, okay, well, if my body functions well with this, what else can I do to improve my health, to feel better? Um, at that point too, I had some hormonal imbalances myself. And so I'm like, okay, well, how does food play into that? So I started researching that. Um, and at this time too, I was at UC Davis getting my graduate, my undergraduate degree mm-hmm. um, at, in human development. Cause I originally wanted to be a pediatrician okay. and I wanted to, you know, support children in their development and understanding, you know, helping moms understand how to best nurse their kid Mm -hmm. uh, from a medical standpoint. But I realized that I didn't want to go that traditional route. Mm -hmm. And I ended up going into um, human development. Mm -hmm. So going back to understanding how the body develops. Mm -hmm. And then I realized after I graduated that I'm like, I need to focus on nutrition. There's this area here that we don't get traditionally in the medical field. Um, as far as nutrition education that I feel like can be, I I need to utilize that in some way. So I ended up getting my master's degree, um, in nutrition for wellness from Bastyr university. Mm -hmm. And I feel like that is when I really stepped into really wanting to dive deep into understanding how the body functions and how we can support the body from all, all, all areas, basically not just diet. Um, you know, looking at energetically from the mind, from the spirit aspect. Mm -hmm. And so after that, I graduated and I was like, okay, this is so great. I got this wonderful education, Mm -hmm. um, but I need more. I need something that's a little bit more tangible, so to speak. And I didn't really get a well-rounded clinical experience in my uh, master's program Mm -hmm. that I wanted. So that's where I found the NTA. That's where I found the Nutritional Therapy Association. And from there, it's just been a long haul. I think diving into nutritional therapy and really understanding those basic foundations that we Mm -hmm. have both learned um, has done wonders. And that's helped me with my clients Mm. to help them understand how to really pinpoint what's going on with their body. Um, And then also what's going on with me, you know, helping me understand how can I support my body in the best, most optimal way so that I can show up and be the best practitioner ever to my clients and help them feel the best that they can. So that was a very long one. No, that's good. (laughs) So that's kind of how I got into nutrition. I love that. It's so good. And yeah, like what we learned, it was like nine months. So it seems so short to like other people's programs, but like they really pack it in, like they get it in there and it's like great information. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And, and definitely going back to that and their information, the way it's presented to, I feel like was really great because you get this foundational piece that it's like, okay, if you get these foundational pieces down, then everything else should just kind of fall into place. And so I absolutely loved that. Um, that was definitely a piece that I felt was missing 
from my master's program that I felt the NGA was able to give, give to me. Yeah, that's so great. Um, so what is the biggest thing that you learned about nutrition that you didn't know before? I would say, I mean, going back to that bio-individuality piece, mm. um, I think growing up, you know, we learn about nutrition, you learn about the food pyramid, you learn about macronutrients, yeah. but we don't really learn from a bio-individual cellular level mm-hmm. how to support everyone's individual body. Everyone's right. different. Everybody's genetics are different. Um, their lifestyles are different, the way that they manage stress, their metabolism. Mm-hmm. And so I think that's the piece that um, I learned through going through the NTA that you have to look at everyone individually and putting everyone in the same box doesn't yeah. do anyone any good. No. <laughs> and, you know, we can only get so far doing that, right? Mm-hmm. We can only get so far kind of being like, okay, well, you have X, Y, and Z. Mm-hmm. So let's put you over here. Right. But then what about you have X, Y, and Z plus this, Mm -hmm. you can't, maybe can't put them in that same box. And so I think that kind of getting away from that and really looking at somebody from their, you know, as an own individual person, their own soul, their own being Mm -hmm. and helping them understand um, how their body best functions and optimizes. I think that that is one of the biggest nutritional pieces that I've taken away. Yeah, for sure. It's so big. Like, uh, yeah, I remember learning about bioindividuality and I was like, whoa, not everyone has to be vegan, paleo, keto, whatever, like you name it, you know, it's like, we're all so different and unique. Yeah. And I think our culture too, you know, uh, we're very much a fast going, moving paced culture. Yeah. Um, and I know you're not, you're in Canada, but <laughs> it's, it's very fast moving pace. And I'm sure it's kind of similar, in yeah. Canada. Mm-hmm. but, uh, I feel like, you know, we're constantly trying to, you know, improve and move to the next diet For and sure. try yeah. the new weight loss trend or whatnot. Mm-hmm. But in reality, if we just step back and be like, okay, what does my body need Yeah. versus what, what is all this information telling me versus yeah. what do I need? I think if we kind of step into that, that can really mm-hmm. be helpful for people moving forward for sure and also like listening to your body like yeah. what it like what it needs like oh like I'm craving or you're just feeling like I need more meat or more vegetables and like you know like listen to that you know yeah yeah <laughs> sure. yeah um so I know that you specialize in women's health like you said and hormones um so what are some signs that harm that someone like a woman's hormones like may be out of balance Oh, goodness. It could be so many things. Um, You know, we can look at it from a skin standpoint. Like, is your face breaking out? Mm. Are you having um, issues with digestion? Are you bloated? Are you constipated? Do you feel like you're tired all the time? Um, We can look at your cycle. You know, is your menstrual cycle long? Is it short? Are you spotting? Are you um, not really having a cycle? Um, Is it irregular? Um, We can also look at things like our um, mood. And if, you know, yeah. if our mood's all over the place, if we have anxiety, we are a little bit antsy. Mm-hmm. Um, there's other things too. If we kind of go back into uh, from a more uh, in-depth view, I guess, mm-hmm. um, you could have, you know, skin irritations that can be right. from uh, pathogens or parasites or something like that can, yeah. can be um, causing hormonal imbalances. Um, so yeah, those are a couple, I think big ones that people kind of 
can like automatically think like, oh yeah, I've had that before. Maybe that's something I need to, to check out. Yeah. But, um, there's, there's obviously a laundry list of, of more things. Yes. I say those yeah. are the top ones. And I feel like most women just think that those might be normal. And then if they're just like, oh, like everyone else has this, like, I'm just mm-hmm. going to have to like live with it, you know? Yeah. And a lot of my clients are, was, you know, come to me for, you know, I'm dealing with X, Y, and Z. Mm-hmm. What do I, what do I do with that? And so we talk about that and we kind of go through the motion, so to speak. And yeah. they're like, oh, I didn't know that that was not normal. Mm-hmm. You know, because yeah. you're talking to your friends and they deal with the same thing. So obviously it's normal. Yeah. But if we go back to, you know, understanding our body and understanding right. how it functions, we shouldn't really have to deal with those things. No. Yeah. So. It's so true. So with that, um, what are some natural ways that we can balance our hormones? I think looking at diet is a very big um, yeah. component to balancing hormones. But really you know, getting to the nitty gritty of it, we really want to look at our stress levels and how how we are able to manage our stress and how we are able to manage the way that we can function day to day and move through the motions. There's stress is such a big component to hormonal imbalances. Um, and then also looking at how we are able to manage our blood sugar. So for those who are unaware of how blood sugar regulation plays into hormonal imbalances, if we're eating a ton of carbohydrates, if we're eating a ton of sugar, you know, we're not really fueling our body with the most nutrient dense food, which happens from time to time, right? We're not always perfect. Um, we can have spikes in insulin, which then can raise our glucose levels. And then we can get an immediate kind of heightened response and then we'll get an immediate crash. Mm. And that continuation of cycle can put stress on our adrenals, can increase cortisol, which is our stress response. Mm -hmm. And that hinders hormonal imbalances. So it's kind of like this wave that we don't really want to be on. Um, And so I feel like when we step back and looking at, okay, how do we foundationally, let's go back to foundations for a second. Mm -hmm. How do we foundationally support hormonal balances? Well, first we have to look at diet. You know, are you eating whole foods? Mm -hmm. Are you eating crappy food? (laughs) Are you eating sugar all the time? Are you fueling your body with not the greatest sources of nutrients? Um, How's your stress level? How are you able to function throughout the day? How's your energy level like? Mm-hmm. Um, also looking at how well you're sleeping, sleeping in that circadian rhythm is really a big component as well. And then also looking at um, from your biological standpoint, understanding your own cycle and going back to looking at like, okay, what does my cycle look like? Like tracking your cycle looking at that, um, you know, is your period normal? Is it short? Is it long? Is it a red color? Is it brown? Is it pink? Um, do you have cramping? Do you not have cramping? Do you have headaches, migraines, like all those things. So definitely looking into those components can be really helpful when trying to start to balance hormones on our own. Yeah, for sure. But then another big piece too, is looking at digestion Mm-hmm. looking at how well you're able to digest and utilize and absorb your nutrients. Mm-hmm. Um, and those symptoms of not being able to do that can be a whole host of things. Mm-hmm. Um, but a couple of them can be bloating, constipation, indigestion, um, not going to the bathroom all the time, being constipated 
Um, and so those are a couple ones where it's like, okay, maybe I need to step back and look at my digestive system because mm-hmm. from a nutritional therapy standpoint, digestion is the gateway to everything else yeah. for our health. And so if we can get that down and we can support digestion, supporting gut health, um, it's a big one. Yeah. For sure. So that kind of leads into my next question. Um, What is the importance of healing our gut first before healing our hormones? So gut health, we think of the gut, if you haven't heard, is like our second brain, basically. Um, It's that important. And hormones are regulated and metabolized and excreted through the gut. Um, specifically looking at estrogen, for example. So we have an enzyme in our gut. It's called beta glucuronidase. Mm-hmm. And it is elevated when there's dysbiosis or unbalanced gut bacteria. Mm-hmm. And that can be from a whole host of things. Um, not eating adequately, um, having sources of stress, um, things like pathogens, parasites that are kind of hindering mm-hmm. um, and inhabiting our system can... Um, lead to unbalanced gut bacteria. So when that's elevated, estrogen should naturally be able to be excreted appropriately from the body. But when it, when that enzyme's elevated, it hinders that ability mm-hmm. for estrogen to do so. It'll, so it'll be reabsorbed in the body, which we don't want. And that can lead to estrogen dominance, which for a lot of women, that can lead to symptoms of PMS. Right. Um, we can have infertility issues, um, we can see, you know, breast tenderness and cramping and heavier periods. And so, um, I would say definitely starting at the gut, that's where we want to start when we're looking at our hormones, because it's such a big foundational piece. Like it's our second brain. Yeah. So of course we would want to start there. Um, I don't think kind of, I feel like sometimes that I'm not taking a dig on Western medicine by any means, because mm-hmm. there's a time and place for Western medicine by mm-hmm. always, um, but when we look at, you know, supporting hormones as a whole, I think that that piece is missed yeah. often, you know, they want to target like, okay, I'm going to test your hormones just for one day. And yeah. then we're going to be able to tell you what's going on with you. And it doesn't work like that. Mm-hmm. Um, our hormone cycle is about 28 days to 32 days on average. Mm-hmm. And so we really have to look at what's going on in your entire month. Yeah. Um, in order to get that full picture of what's going on with your hormones. And uh, one of those pieces is looking at your gut as well and really understanding, you know, how is the health of your gut? Are you able to digest your food well? Are you absorbing your food well? Mm-hmm. Um, is your bile able to, is your gallbladder able to excrete bile appropriately? Yeah. Um, do you feel like you have cramping and bloating and constipation all the time? Like that's a, a, pause for you to take a step back and be like, okay, what's going on here? Do I need to dig deeper? And a lot of times when we just start to address those imbalances within our gut, mm-hmm. you know, even looking at pathogens and parasites, for example, um, kind of addressing those that can lead to supporting hormones on, on a, a such foundational level that sometimes we don't even need to bring in hormonal testing at all yeah. because we've supported yeah. um, the body yeah. in such a way. Yeah. Yeah. You and I both know after doing restorative wellness level one gut, all about the gut. Um, we know that, yeah, it begins in the gut because if you don't address that, then it's, it's very hard to address the other things for sure. Yeah. I, I was thinking about last night. I'm like, what's a good analogy for that? I'm like, it's kind of like when you're learning how to ride a bike that you just start on a two wheel, two wheeler bike. 
mm-hmm. without being on training wheels at first. Yeah. Like you're not going to get anywhere. No. You know, it's kind of starting at point B rather than looking at point A. Yeah. And so really taking a step back and looking at it from what's the foundational piece of our body digestion starting there. Some people it's like, that doesn't make any sense to me, Hmm. but it's like, you have to start there in order to really truly support your hormones because hormones in the gut have such a beautiful best friend relationship. Yeah. It's so true. Um, So why is it important to open up drainage pathways to help um, when, to help when balancing hormones? So drainage pathways, for those who don't know, it's basically mm-hmm. our body's ability to kind of help us open up to detox appropriately. Mm-hmm. So if we were to just start detoxing, and for those who are unfamiliar, our bodies naturally detox every single day. Yeah. Um, your kidneys and your liver and your lymphatic system is working in your cardiovascular system and your respiratory system mm-hmm. is working you know, tremendously hard every single day to excrete toxins. But sometimes those toxins can get from environmental things, from food we're eating, from our lifestyle, we can get a little clogged. So those drainage pathways, looking at it from a like funnel level, Mm -hmm. um, we always want to start at the bottom. So that's looking at the colon, that's looking at, and then the next level up is the liver and the gallbladder. Um, the next level up after that is the lymphatic system. And then we have our organs and tissues, and then we have our cells. Mm-hmm. And looking at it from the bottom up, the colon, we can think of like the gut. So really working to support opening up the colon, mm-hmm. opening up those, those um, areas of the body are really beneficial for making sure that we're not like reabsorbing those toxins that we're trying to yeah. eliminate that can lead to a whole host of issues that we don't want and can hinder us from, from, you know, truly healing altogether. Mm -hmm. And so opening up those pathways, you know, looking at going back to the colon, you know, making sure you're pooping appropriately, you know, Mm -hmm. when I say appropriately, I mean more than once a day, Um, you know, and if you're constipated then that's really where you want to start. Yeah. Um, and going back to estrogen on constipation. Mm-hmm. So pooping is a really great way to excrete estrogen. Yeah. It's really how we like eliminate it and through the body. Mm-hmm. And so if you're not pooping yeah. at least once a day that, and you feel like you are having heavier periods, your menstrual cycle is off. Um, you are, you're tired all the time, breast tenderness, you name it. Mm-hmm. It's likely that maybe you may be a little bit estrogen dominant. And mm-hmm. one of the best ways you can do is support your colon, support your gut and make sure you're going poop. Yeah, for sure. Um, you can do that through a whole host of things. Hydration, um, looking at food, um, yeah. looking at bringing supportive herbs in mm-hmm. and, uh, and looking at it from a liver or gallbladder standpoint, you know, the liver is a really big component of supporting estrogen excretion, excess hormone, uh, moving toxins through. And supporting the bile, we can think of like um, bile. When I say bile, it's like gallbladder. So liver, gallbladder, like pretty much one unit. So mm-hmm. supporting the liver, you know, bringing in supportive herbs as well. Mm-hmm. The lymphatic system, making sure you're sweating, um, yeah. you're moving your body, um, you're dry brushing, maybe doing um, what else can you do? Um, like some sauna therapy, mm. if needed, just to kind of make sure you're kind of able to excrete, even doing like a warm bath or something. Mm. Um, and then from an organ tissue standpoint, you know, going back to the kidneys, 
in your liver, in your lungs, and how well you're kind of able to move toxins through. And then from a cellular level, looking at mitochondria. So mitochondria is the powerhouse of our cells, basically what makes up everything. And every hormone kind of is built upon that. Right. Um, and so kind of supporting that whole drainage pathway from bottom to top mm-hmm. is really what we want to start with. Um, and that ties back into the gut with that colon aspect to open up the body, making sure that we can move things through and then we can detox. Then we can support our hormones. Cause if we're just trying to target, you know, let's say a client comes to me and she's got PMS and she's Mm -hmm. bloated and she's constipated and she's tired and she just feels like she's a mess. And so if I were to just go in and look at our hormones and be like, okay, well, let's just do a hormonal panel and we'll see what comes up and address that we would be missing all these other things, right? Mm -hmm. We would be missing what's going on in her gut. And when we might be messing things up even further. Yeah. So going back into supporting those drainage pathways is a really big piece. Yeah. And um, I feel like that too, I mean, I'm sure it's been around for a long time as far Mm -hmm. as that information, but I feel like now it's really kind of coming into light. Like, oh yeah, this is really important. Yeah. Yeah. If we're able to go poop more than once a day, if we're able to sweat, if we're, you know, urinating well, when I say urinating well, we're not like peeing all the time. Right. Um, and we're sleeping well and we're not tired and our energy is good. Yeah. That's a really great piece. And that's a really big foundational component that mm-hmm. I work on with my clients is to making sure, make sure that, you know, those things are, we're able to do that. And then we can focus in on dive into the deeper work. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. I feel like that's so important because without, you know, screening those hormones, then they're, yeah, they're just going to get reabsorbed into our body. And we don't want that. (laughs) Especially when they're meant to be removed, right? Yeah. Yeah. And I find that I feel like I myself have PCOS and I feel like when I was first diving into health, I was just focusing on the hormones. Like I wasn't focusing on the gut until like I went through the NTA and I was like, no, I got to start with the gut. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Such a big piece that I think is missed. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. Um, so you're, you are taking on clients now. Um, what can people expect when working with you? I would say one of the biggest ones, and I was thinking about this this morning, um, is really understanding your own body hmm. um, and being in tune with your body. So I'm very big on helping my clients understand their own body and how their own body functions and listening to their body. Um, that's a really big piece. I think going back to that, um, information that we get from the media or the noise that we hear about diet culture, so to speak. Um, we can get lost in, you know, thinking that's meant for us, or we're supposed to do this, or we shouldn't be doing X, Y, and Z when really Mm -hmm. our body is so freaking smart Yeah, that it'll tell us when we, when something's off, if we just pay attention. Mm -hmm. So I really work with my clients to understand that and understand, you know, when things feel off. And I was talking to a client last week Mm -hmm. and she said, you know, now I'm really able to kind of understand if this comes up, what it means and what I need to do. And that is so freaking powerful. Mm -hmm. And also, you know, coming back to a hormonal standpoint, I think a lot of times we think like, our hormones can kind of take over us and we don't have control over them. Hmm. And so I really hope that my clients walk away from working with me, understanding that your hormones and the way that they are 
do not dictate how you can move throughout your life, right? Yeah. You should be able to work with them, not against them. Yeah. And so, because they're meant, they do so much for you, you know, they're constantly, you know, supporting your mood and your energy and how will you digest your food Mm -hmm. and your sleep patterns and all these things. And, and it's just understanding that, that you don't have to have this negative relationship with them, that you can actually support them and then they can work to support you. Yeah. So I think that that's a really big piece that I hope my clients will have <laughs> That's great. Working with me. Yeah. Yeah. And then also with the gut testing that you do as well. Yeah. And with the gut testing too. And I think, uh, as I said before, you know, a lot of times we can start with the gut and then we don't even have to move into hormonal testing yeah. because the gut plays such a big role yeah. in hormones and that hormonal regulation all, all together. Mm-hmm. Um, that when we just address those pieces, whether that's balancing our gut bacteria, supporting digestion, you know, supporting upper digestion, Mm -hmm. going back to nutritional therapy, we think of digestion as a North to South process, right? So we're thinking, okay, North, what does that mean? Digestion begins in the brain. And if we kind of start digestion, if we're trying to solve uh, gas or bloating, right? So we think of, okay, that's probably occurring in our small intestine, maybe our large intestine. Like, are you upper, um, do you feel bloated up towards your chest area or do you feel bloated towards your lower abdomen? Yeah. And a lot of times we can kind of just be like, okay, I just need to target that one area and I'll be good. But in nutritional therapy, we have to start from a North standpoint because yeah. it's like this little roadmap you have to follow and if you're starting in the middle of the roadmap you're going to miss all this other stuff in the beginning that was way really beneficial so in order to resolve those issues digestively you have to start in the beginning and oftentimes those beginning pieces are the and those imbalances in the beginning pieces are the reasons for those imbalances in the in the later half of uh, that roadmap so starting there from a northern end can be really helpful. Yeah. Um, and starting going back to the gut and really supporting that, um, supporting upper intestinal yeah. piece of digestion, making sure you're able to <clears throat> break down your food appropriately and then move it through appropriately, appropriately absorb it appropriately mm-hmm. um, is a really big piece. So Yeah, for sure. So um, where can people find you and connect with you? So you can find me on... Instagram at Avery Gary Wellness. Mm-hmm. And then my website is averygarywellness.com. Mm-hmm. And I am in the process of creating a group program. Oh, um, it'll be eight weeks and kind of diving into that drainage pathway support and supporting women and opening up their drainage pathways to move into that deeper work of mm-hmm. lab testing um, down the road. And then also opening up a membership here soon um, for everyone as well. Um, diving further into areas of hormonal imbalances, um, gut health imbalances, um, and, you know, supporting with, uh, video content and blog posts and forums and all that stuff. So I'm super excited about that. Yeah. That's so cool. Well, thank you so much for coming on the podcast today. Oh my gosh. You're so welcome. Thank you for having me. Thank you everyone for listening. I hope that you all enjoyed my conversation with my sweet friend Avery and be sure to check out the Live Nourish podcast on Instagram where we can connect. Um, You can stay in the know of what's happening, who's coming on the podcast next, what I will be talking about on the podcast, and yeah, I hope you all have a great rest of your day.
Bye for now.